Do you look a bit like that Jordan North with your, uh, with your, with your curly hair at the moment? Well, I'm a good-looking lad, isn't I? I'm not expecting you to mate, to just curl up in a ball go take me to an happy place, take me to an happy place. <laughs> West M room, West M room. <laughs> Thank you to our three sponsors for supporting our podcast. John Russell's Art Caterers and Milltown Pies, who offer fantastic catering services, Alexander Grace Law, who provide modern and client-led legal services, and SBE Furnishings, who offer high-quality furnishings and electrical items at fantastic prices. Right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's Housecast, the Lower House Cricket Club podcast, where we invite guests on to talk us through various uh, items of their career or their experiences around Law House and I am so excited for tonight's guest. I've been, uh, I've been thinking about him all day, he's a little proper character and I'm sure will produce a good podcast for people to enjoy. But before we move on to the guest, uh, if we just quickly go through the co-hosts who are here again, the ever-reliable Joe Martin. Good evening Joe. Good evening Jess, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting more and more difficult this lockdown. I think can't wait to get out of this tier three and to tier two and go and see some people and get winter out of But Salavi, the vaccine's been uh, dished out today. Have you had one today or not, Joe? Uh, unfor- unfortunately, I'm not. Um, I'm not in the quite the right age bracket for it. When I was watching on on the news last last week, I wasn't even in the top nine. Um, oh, unless, yeah. you know, no, I mean, they said if you had some kind of disability, and I don't think my yes. dyslexia counts. No. But no, great news. Our, the yeah, rates in Lancashire appear to be dropping. Yeah, um, that's good. However, that's good. Whether, whether that will see us move to tier two on the 16th, it will be. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Well, let's see if, if we can get there in the new year, get the club opened, and then. Uh, you know, get some some good socialising in, in and get some money in for the for the club. So uh, so that's good. So the other co-host uh, tonight is Joe Benaducci. Good evening, Joe. Good evening, Jeremy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fine, thank you. Like I said, you keep battling through. Looking forward to this one today. Have uh, Have you much to report? Is there anything going on in your world, Joe? You can pass to our guests, our audience. All right. No, not a great deal, I'm afraid. I was disappointed you asked Joe if he'd had his COVID vaccine. I was going to ask you if you'd uh, if you'd been in front of the queue today, but never mind. <laughs> yeah. Joe's not even if Joe's not even in top nine. I've got to, I've got to be about five or something. I believe Les is having his tomorrow. So we'll see, we'll see. So anyway, without further ado, um, talking about vaccines, we've got a young lad on this evening who's uh, brought up at the cricket club, literally. Him and his dad would be seen for many, many an hour having throwdowns when he was near to a grasshopper. Clearly he was going to be a good cricketer, clearly he was always going to be a character, uh, and it's such, um, it's such a pleasure to introduce you onto this podcast. Tonight's guest is Johnny Whitehead. Welcome, Johnny. Welcome to the Housecast. Good evening. Good evening, all. Good. How are you? How, just give us what, what have you been up to this last few weeks whilst we've been in this second lockdown, Johnny? Well, I'll answer your initial question. Yes, you did ask me how I was. Now, in the famous words of Mark Whitehead, he would reply, I am rocking and rolling. Now, That's still to this day, I have no idea what that means because right. um, I've never jammed in my life. Um, right. So I, I, let's just take it as I'm jolly good, okay. despite COVID, 
and the implications it's had on me mentally, you know, because I am a mentalist as it is. I mean, I've not had a yeah. vaccine. I've, I've probably had some today, but it's not a vaccine. But, you know, I'm all good, Jeremy, and COVID's treated yeah. me really well. I mean, I'm not sitting in office for 12 months nearly. Right. Um, I've just seen a computer and a dining room table and a house full of absolute maniacs. Right. So, yeah, it's been really good. I've hit no balls as well. I've hit zero balls. I did hear on one podcast that Blaze apparently had been throwing balls into a net and, and catching them as he ricocheted, but no, I've not been doing any of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but I've been just been chilling out really, Jez, watching a lot of Netflix, right. Netflix and chills. Next, Netflix and chills, you can't beat it. You can't, I'm not really sure what it means. I know you, you rats, use that phrase a lot, but... No, I don't. I actually thought it was an innuendo. I actually learnt it from Stan Eaton. Stan Eaton taught me it. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it means, really, but yeah, he, he once said it to me. And I said, Stan, what does that mean? He went into detail, but that's for another. That's probably for another time I'll go into that. Yeah, you I won't be surprised, right, Jez. Though. You won't be surprised that I don't use that phrase. Right, okay then. Anyway, so, like you're saying there, uh, you're getting plenty of work done at home, Johnny. You're not doing much uh, preparing for the cricket season, but there's plenty of time yet. You've got three or four months, so there's plenty of time to uh, to do all that. If we can, what we try to do on this, Johnny, is, is just talk through the, you know, because the vast majority of people who come on are legends of the club. who have always been down right from the start and know a lot of characters, a lot of... Um, a lot of the different people are down there and have, have come through the age groups and you're no exception. What's your early memories of being down at the cricket club, Johnny? Oh, that is a good question. Um, I mean, I joined, I joined the club officially when I was eight, but I mean, I've been down there since I was bloody five or six. My earliest yeah. memories would be, it'd be a Saturday, well, it'd be regardless of what day it was. As the Lanks League always ran on a Sunday, it's always been a Sunday league. Uh, predominantly, then, certainly when... Um, you know, going back, you know, 20 years, the vast majority of games was on Sundays and then they started playing Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, so my, my earliest memories would be, it'd be, a, it'd be a weekend day, I don't know the day specifically, and the arrangement would be, is obviously I, I didn't drive, so I would always have to wait on, on relying on my dad taking me down. Yeah. Um, and, and you'd be playing, I'd be watching you, I'd be watching yeah. Stan. And yeah. what my dad would be doing is he'd watch the first half of F1. So he'd be watching F1, get out at way and then he, he would soon give in once I've been pecking his head for a good hour or two saying look I want to go around to cricket right. and what I would do is I'd get onto the cricket club and I'd go and sit next to Grandad Frank who had a bench next to Stella Corner yeah and one of my earliest memories was I had one of them lollipops where you blew into it and it whistled right I remember having this lollipop on this particular game game day and I go and sit next to next, sit next to me Grandad and I'm going <whistles> and all of a sudden I said Johnny shut up and it's Stan batting. <laughs> <laughs> and you know one thing I do remember, Jez, and this is God's honest truth, I remember this to this day, I remember the time when Stan ran Nicky out and he got stretched off. No, so, sorry, sorry. Stan got run out and he had to, he had to walk Nicky off because he pulled his hamstring. Yeah, good, good memory. Good memory, Johnny. I so do then, remember that. Yeah, you would have been. You'd only been five or six. We don't need to work it out. So you're only five or six and you're remembering stuff like that and you're always you know i remember you being down there you would always be pottering around you couldn't keep still you know a little bit like you are now you're up and down everywhere and that's so good that you spent that time with your granddad and and, and watching the games what would your dad have been doing then was he down ready with your bat and ball ready for throwdowns at half time even when you were that young yeah yeah it would i mean i, I don't know where he were when i was sat next to my granddad but he would definitely Definitely had a, a dozen of balls with him and a cricket bat for me at half time, and I'd just be pelting him into the uh, into that big white brick on the on the boundary yeah. uh, up, up on the top. 
This yeah. is when obviously we had a lot of benches there. Instead, now we've just got that. Yeah. Well, I don't know what it is. Can't me explain it. Yeah, yeah, do you? Yeah, you know, you were non-stop working up there. Dooch, when you first came down and first started, have you any memories around uh, young Johnny White? And what, what's the age difference between you two? Significant. Johnny, how old are you? Twenty-six. Twenty-six. So it's, it's nearly sixteen years. So yeah, I don't remember seeing. I'd have been. I'd have been playing. Well, I'd have been playing it for Steam when Johnny first started coming down. I played right. that game that, that he referred to there about uh, Stan and Nicky get, uh, getting run out or Stan getting yeah. out and Nicky getting carried off. I just wondered, Johnny, how old do you think you would have been when Stan shouted at you to tell you to shut up? Five or six? Yeah. How many times since then do you think you've been told to shut up whilst you've been on Laura House Cricket Club? By him? Um... No, 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 collectively. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no! I can't. That's I lost count on that. I mean, I've probably been told more. I've probably been told a lot of times by yourself because I mean, yeah, you had to sit next to you in changes, which we'll probably get onto in a minute. <laughs> and, you know, I had the pleasure in, in being entertained by you for a full game every weekend. So yeah, many times I've been told to shut up, but all for a good cause, Joe. You know, because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a you know a strong, powerful character, and you, you know it takes a lot to stop me from speaking. Um, you know, I like to I like to take the spotlight, and you know, it does take a shut up to put me in my place. Otherwise, you're doomed. You know what I mean? So it's one of them. But I tell you what, I do remember Jez as well. You might have been playing this game, and you might remember next to where Joe used to live. I don't know where he lives there now. It's the house close to the score box. Okay, so David Remway, okay, yeah, that's close to there. There was a there was a brand new black BMW parked there, right? It was brand new at that time. And I know for a fact it was brand new because I remember the owners kicking off on the farm now. And Jack Rudolph put a ball straight through the rear window um, over, yeah, the, over yeah. the score box. Yeah. And I just, I, for some reason, I just remember walking. I, I just entered, I just came onto the ground around that time it happened. And I, me, I just remember seeing the ball go through the window. I just remember my face being like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember. Because it was obviously, it's a big hit, that. It's a big hit. And it was outside the ground. Yeah, I do remember that. Well, we were left yeah. there, weren't we? So it probably would have been a, been a cow corner shot as well. So, yeah. 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 Probably a small so, hit for him, to be fair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So all those memories, you know, even at such a young age, which is uh, which is is fantastic. What's the age difference between you, Joe Martin, and Johnny? Uh, about nine months. Yeah. We're in the same. Right. We're in the same school year. Uh, right. I'm Johnny an August is, boy. Yeah, Johnny's August, and I'm December. What's your memory? Same of, sets. Uh, to, pardon. We ain't same sets at school as well. <laughs> <laughs> For what, Joe? For what, Joe? <laughs> I mean, Johnny was extremely intelligent. Is an extremely intelligent. We didn't go to the same school, unfortunately, Dooch, if there's we any didn't. consolation. But oh, no, no. He, okay. he's, he's, he's substantially brighter than, than myself. For a start, he reads. Uh, I can't even spell read, so. And you live there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so go on, go on Joe. Tell us about your early memories of, of Johnny. You know, did you play any school cricket with him before the cricket club, or was it just. Uh, no, no. Club? We. Um, so. Johnny and I would have started playing at the same, around the same time, I think. I, I can't, I, I, Johnny be able to tell you when he first started playing for the under-11s, but we'd have been a very similar age, as I said, eight to nine. Yeah, um, and you've nothing, you've, you've nothing and, there you can recall? I, I, can, I, can remember, I can remember playing him in the under-11s with him and right. going to Lancashire trials with him. And Johnny got into Lancashire in the under-11s and I, and I didn't, partly because he was better than me. Uh, but I can remember, but I can remember driving back with Mark because he had a—I don't know if he still got it—but he had a, a soft top Mercedes. We were driving back from Atherton Cricket Club in that. I mean, but I've been—I've been all over 
I've been all over with, with Johnny. We've been to Wales playing cricket. Um, right. we, 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 we stayed up. We stayed overnight, didn't we? True story, yeah. Yeah. Um, North North Hop Hall, Jesse, if you've heard of it. Beautiful place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really? lovely. Right. And uh, Jack, I just obviously remember him being an an outstanding cricketer. Scored a lot of scored a lot of runs um, as a as a junior and just being mental. Even at that young age. <laughs> yeah, I mean Johnny will be able to tell you, but he he once got uh, reprimanded by the Lancashire coach for a celebration he did <laughs> when you're on tour for Lancashire. So go on, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, talk, tell us. Talk, talk us through that. <laughs> um, so yeah, this this was uh, this was this was Lancs and Elevens was this so. Going back to the the story with Aberton, then that was the final trial for that yeah. side that year. So at, at the end of every year in the junior setup at Langs, you go to you go to Taunton. I don't think they do it anymore. I think you go to um, Bunbury instead. But but they, they went to Taunton every year. Basically, it's just a five day tournament where you play every day for the five days, just fifty overs each day. Um, and on this particular day, I think it was the third. Um, I actually bowled back then, gentlemen. I bowled left arm Chinaman. I've, I've bowled this ball to this particular batsman who has decided to absolutely try and moose me out the ground. Bearing in mind, I was on three for already. So this was my fourth victim. And he's hit it all the way to Long On. Long On's took the catch. I then turned round to the fielder who's caught the ball and just done this like Elvis impression. And I actually got I actually got that impression, believe it or not, I actually got that impression from Andy down at the club, um, who obviously does the, the Elvis act. Andy uh, Brown. Andy yeah. Brown. Yeah, so I actually got it off him. No idea what it meant, I just did it. And then, and then at the end of each game, you would get an award. So you get this teddy bear, or you get a, um, for a highlight of the, for like a like a say if you got like a, a specific moment within the in the game, you got a, a bag of Edmonton mints. I got this bag of Edmonton mints, but he reluctantly tried to you know give him me just as he still held onto the bag. He just said, Jonathan, uh, don't don't do that again. Um, and, and then he, as, he, as he said, I had to be the bag. He turned to the team and said about respect and about you know uh, decorum and, and, and good etiquette. And I was just a bit like you know, a young kid trying to understand what I was like. Yeah, no, no, okay, yeah. yeah. I don't think and I've done a word. And it's also through all the junior cricket that we played. We played for um, represent like um, Lancashire Northwest representative side, and Johnny is. Has a hundred percent record as a captain. Never lost yeah, a game. Did two two games and then resigned for the last game to focus on his batting. Yeah, we won't we won't um, we won't blurt that about jokes. You know, captains is not for me. So I think I'm going to keep that record for the for the foreseeable. Um, I don't think captains is something I'm going to go down the route of after after seeing. You know, it's not for me. I mean, you know, look at South, look at Sutty. You know, I just don't want to be a captain who's who's, you know, stressed all the time. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. And yeah. that, uh, that, last ge- that last game, Jen, we, dro- we were driving back and we were in Sarah Jane's Cleo. Mark were driving a car for some reason and it was pouring down. I've genuinely never seen rain like it. It was so heavy. You couldn't see on the motor. We were driving at like 20 miles an hour. So we pulled into TGI Fridays near Presswich <laughs> and um, we ordered everything and um, Mark ate half my prawns <laughs> that were wrong. <laughs> And the only reason they're tasteless. They're not tasting anything. <laughs> and the only reason why my dad had ever got TGI Friday out of all the options is because he was obsessed with the Oreo milkshake. <laughs> so it's, yeah, the yeah. Face, it's the only reason he goes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sat drinking a milkshake. Oh, oh, really? Stage eleven? No, 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 no. We'd I'd have been, been ten. Ten. 
and you'd ordered a prawn cocktail, Joe? No, 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 no. This was later on. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was later on. This was later Make on. It comes with a prawn Mary sauce, please. <laughs> yeah. So, this, I mean, this is, this is really interesting, and it, it's, so, uh, it's so good to hear you two. So, we've got, as 10-year-olds, an Elvis impersonator playing for Lancashire, and then we've got um, the Frank Sinatra stroke Michael Ball who walks around in his dinner suit. Well, we're entertaining, if nothing else, I think, Jess. Absolutely, absolutely. That sounds fantastic. I was going to say to George, George, remember that time you got a five for an, and a run out at Burnley away, bowling? Yeah, yeah. Medium pace. Medium pace. I got, um, I got five. Um, first lower house junior from the new kind of iteration to get five wickets. Five wickets in a game. And they were, all, they were all P-rollers and a runner. Interesting enough, this is actually back to the junior setup back then. Was was Obviously, we didn't have the under-9s or, or we didn't have four teams of under-11s for that matter or any of that sort of um, setup within the yeah. junior division. What it was, it was just under-11s, under-13s, 15s, 17s, etc. But what it would yeah. do is, because Stan had that many juniors, he would he would switch the sides around. So he would just literally drop some people some weekends and, and, and basically that was a game that I was uh, I missed out on and I just went to watch and... Jaws and boy, Ed skittling everyone. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So that brings me on nicely, Johnny. To the so you've you've obviously recognised at an early age that you've got talent and that the county are looking at you. What's your early memories of uh, the you know the setup at at Law House and and some of the early games and who was in the sides that you played in? Can you remember any stories around that? I, yeah, I do. I, I remember it actually uh, really well. I, I miss it to be fair because it was it was so traditional. It was it, it was it was mad. So obviously you'd have the the, the under eleven side and and Stan would corn. He'd put flags out on the boundary edge for one one side of the ground and he'd, use, he'd cut out a little mm. wicket that was close to the the boundary edge. But then what you'd have is you'd have you guys training on the actual wickets back then instead of obviously the nets behind the clubhouse like we do now. Yeah. Um, and and what what most 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 games what we'd see is you guys, once you'd finished your training, you'd actually, I don't know if you remember this, but you'd actually lie down by your bags behind the net and you would watch us for, for the entire mm. game. And it got to a point, actually, where our, our under-11 side was actually a really good side. And, you know, you, you could see that actually even you guys were enjoying watching it. You know, like yeah. Matt or Blaise yourself, yeah. you're, yeah. You know, you're all sat down watching it. Because, I mean, I mean, Corey were playing as well. Corey was the captain of that side. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Is um, they they certainly from a games point of view, they're the ones they're the members I remember the most. Yeah, training wise, it was always on a Wednesday, and you'd always have one net up at the. We had two them steel nets, whatever you want to call them. We had one up yeah. at the top of the ground and one at the bottom. Elderly ones or the senior ones would train at the bottom, and the youngsters would train at the top. I think it was a guy called Peter Peter Wade Peter Wayne. Yeah, Peter Wade, yeah, the, the coaching. Um, God rest his soul. Uh, but yeah, he he, he uh, took took the training so. Yeah, even the likes of Jimmy, Jimmy Gorton used to train with us because he used to play a little bit as well. Yeah. So he was eight, same, oh, same age group. Lamed. Yeah, Lamed. DJ Lamed. We might have, we might have to yeah. cut that bit out. Why? Why? DJ Lamed. Well, no, you can't have DJ Lamed. <laughs> he's, in, he's, in, uh, he's in jail, Joe. I know. No, I'm talking to Don't do in case you don't know. I know, I know, I know. I, know. No, I, don't, I don't really think it's an issue calling it DJ Lamed, you know, considering Dude. he was he's on the front of the What Fought Do CD you play at the start of every frigging <laughs> podcast. So he's, yeah, uh, so you've got in the under 11s there. You're obviously, you know, you're doing quite well. You're getting some, uh, you're getting runs and what have you. And as you're growing, how did you find playing cricket? Because you will have played, you know, certainly in the school holidays, almost every day if you're involved with Lancashire and the I cricket mean, club. How did you find that? 
I mean, to be fair, I weren't scoring runs, though. I weren't scoring a lot of runs at all. I mean, it was just four over cricket, and it was, I was just one of those players who had the technique. I was just hitting the hitting the shots, you know. I weren't, I didn't hit the ball particularly hard. Didn't hit sixes, didn't hit fours. I just hit the ball. Um, so, I mean, my development all the way through to 11, 13, 15, you know, there wasn't really anything that was that was outstanding. I just had a I had an accident for the game and had a technique there that was, you know, you, you could see when I was playing a particular shot, but in terms of dismissing the ball yeah. or, you know, dominating an attack, it was never, it was never, never a case of that at all. It was just a very right. early development stage. It wasn't until I sort of grew and got stronger. I mean, one year I did, I shot up about, about a foot. Um, yeah. And then from there, it, it, it just started to, to blossom, shall we say. Yeah. I do remember that with you when you were younger, you know, you, and you were only a dot, you and <clears throat> Joe Martin, the same, same height. And you would still play have. that, you know, that, yeah, you still have that. You'll play <laughs> that shot through mid-off for an extra cover. And, and yeah, so what you're saying, and you did shoot up a little bit. You want to come in there, uh, Joe? What were you, yeah, uh, I was going to say, you, you know, we weren't, we weren't massive. Um, we weren't massive by any stretch, but we could, um, Johnny timed the ball beautifully. It was incredible. He, but he had the perfect technique to hit that. And I can remember there were, when Johnny talks about that change when he grew in, and he was able to hit the ball. Can you remember the game at Law House, Johnny, when you're about 13 and you, you clipped a ball off your legs and it went over the trees on the yeah, it, top tea again, room side? Yeah, it was going to Ramsbottom. Stan always brings that up, actually, especially at the dinner table when we were at Christmas. We <clears throat> were playing Ramsbottom, and it was, to be fair, for this day, I don't know why he did this. We played on a full size pitch, Joe, believe it or not. And I, and I were, on, I were middle, at, middle, at, middle at square. This ball just bought me like a, a full toss on my hips. So I've just like hooked it. It's gone about, yeah. It's, it's made, it would have landed in MKM where MKM is now. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I remember the, I remember the, the, the on the Monday, Stan were bringing it up because he was just flabbergasted at it, probably because he couldn't ever hit a ball that far to be fair to him. The poor sod. Yeah, I remember. It. I remember him saying something like he, he, he got peaked tight. No, he got, he got um, Phil Aston to measure it out. I, I don't know what the I don't know what the distance was. I don't know the stat, but I just remember something mean. He probably probably talking nonsense, but yeah, I just remember that. I remember that. I remember that game very well. Were massive, yeah. Jez. It was massive. I, I can remember I was batting with him at the other end, and I can remember looking at him. Oh, I don't remember you being the old. I don't remember you being the other end, Joe. Actually, I don't remember that. Cheers. I'm glad I had an effect on you, John. Um, it was. Uh, it was. It was genuinely. I can remember because Stan said after you hit it, he went right. Don't try and outdo him now because you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. No, I'm sure it did happen, Johnny. You won't, that's nothing that would be a figment to your imagination and Joe remembered. So, mm-hmm. uh, no, so all credit, all credit. So as you, as you develop there and you're getting towards, what sort of age were you when you shot up? I remember seeing you. It was almost like I saw you on a Saturday and you were four foot six. Then you came back the following day and you were nearly six foot. What, how old it, were you then when that happened? It, it, it had been 14 and 15 I'd have shot up. Yeah, right. Because 15 when I had a, yeah, 14 and 15. Yeah, so then you're starting to play a little bit. You know, it's 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 obviously an older grade cricket. Did you start to look to push through to the third eleven then? Well, I mean, this is something that I've not yet heard about on the on the podcast pop because you've obviously not you're probably I'm probably the youngest you've you've had on as a guest. But Eric Howarth played a massive role with with right. my development as a young age because he enrolled me with um play, well I mean the sides for BJSOB when when they right. were, when they were playing. So most weekends, I was always playing cricket at senior level from the age of 11 um, until really? 13. Right, I didn't know that. I was playing that. the likes of Rolls-Royce, Barn Oldswick, um, you know, Belvedere. I played some games with Belvedere when they were short. Yeah. It, was always, it was always done on the, on, the, on the dodgy side where you just put me under a different name. 
yeah. but yeah, I'll, I'll play in all the, you know, all the, all the sides like Brin School, your sales bridge, and, and, and it was just yeah. something that my dad heavily encouraged. Um, so hats off to Eric. I was really thankful for, for what he did really from, from a young age because it, it sort of, it, it sort of exposed me to that senior cricket, that, that senior yeah. level. Uh, I do yeah. actually remember one game, I was, I was playing uh, at Paddyham, against Paddyham, obviously, and Steve Meehan was uh, bowling for them. And he, he, to me at that age, back then, he had a yard. He had a yard on him. And I remember him bowling at me. <sighs> he bowled this ball at me from whisking past my head. He's hit me on one, on, one, on one delivery. And I'm crying my eyes out. Anyway, next thing you know, umpires threw around to me and said, well, will you, will, you, will you slow it down just for him, please? So anyway, ball after. <laughs> he slowed ball down. I've just covered around him right through covers for four. She said, that day, so he, not, he put it up a notch and start carrying on bowling quick at me. <laughs> Brilliant. And you'd only been young then, so that's, so that's good experience here, playing in that sort of cricket. And then as you've, you know, you've got 11, 12, 13, you've started to, to grow and develop. Did you get quite a few runs in that uh, in, for the old boys then? Or? If you look at it, if you look to look at it um, over the season, probably not. For the age I was, you'd, you'd probably be, yeah, I probably did good, probably did well. Yeah. And I, had a couple, I, had, I had my first half century with them at twelve on on the on, on that ground by the by yeah. the, you know the old grammar school uh, playing field. Yeah. You know, no, nothing that you'd you'd scream home about, but for my age, you know, it was all, it was more about yeah. that exposure to senior cricket and, and getting yeah. some sort of experience in there. Yeah. Um but it, I mean thirteen thirteen will have been yeah, thirteen was when I made my third team debut with Lawrence and then that's when I moved away from BJSOB and I never went back there after that. Yeah, right. And you played in the time. senior teams. Yeah. What what are your early memories of that of playing in, you know, and being involved in those long days and <laughs> as being a, a young kid? What's your early memories? Well I must have had the most interesting third team debut I think any thirteen year old kid will ever have. So we're at Rotten Stall away. Uh, we bowled first and Stan was one of the umpires. So I've come into bat. <laughs> yeah. I've come into bat at three and I'm batting with a player who don't play at Lawrence anymore. What a player you were called Takira Zat Toxie. Unbelievable batsman, unbelievable player. I was batting with him and anyway, we long story short, we've we've won the game. He's made an off century, I've made an off century, unbeaten, we've walked off. All jolly good. What I've not mentioned is the other umpire. So the other um, umpire that was, um, God rest his soul, was Chizzy Jez. Right. Um, now Chizzy needed a lift home. Now I've had no involvement in this, but I mean, as you can probably appreciate, thirteen. I've just had my first team debut. I've just made a fifty, not out, won the game. I'm buzzing. So I get to, get to lift home with Lewis Marsden and Sean Ethan. So I makes my way back to the club, starts to get me J to walk because you know that's beer to me back then. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> And I get the yeah. call from my dad about two hours later, or an hour later, and I said, hey, now where are you? He said, well, we're at the hospital. I said, I said what? He said, yeah, I've, uh, I've run over Chizzy's foot. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, what? He said, I've run over, I've run over Chizzy's foot. <laughs> so it turns out that the story was he was reversed out of the car park next to where the car park is now. At, well, so obviously, you can park on the main road, and you get the car park at the back of the underground. He's reversing out and he's literally not seen Chizzy where he is and he's run over his foot <laughs> to the extent where Chizzy is led on the floor, Jez, and I shit you not, he's literally like this off ground. <laughs> you run over his foot! Like this with fucking, with fucking air. So he's got him to the hospital and this isn't even best of it, this isn't even best of it. So he's got him to the hospital, obviously Chizzy's being seen to. Chizzy goes, Mark, Mark, can you do us a favour? He goes, what, Chizzy? He goes, we just popped at Chinese and get me tea. So then I had to go to Chinese getting his tea. Obviously, I'm at, I'm at Law House. Things are starting to shut up. People are leaving. So Dad has to come get me. 
with Chizzy in the car. So that's not over yet. So I've now got Chizzy in the front seat of my car and I'm in the back. We have to drop Chizzy off at home. We've got to his, we've got to his house. We've opened up the door. There's no lights or anything. He walks through. He wobbles through the living room. Turns the light on. He's got Christmas decorations up with one of them. With one of them, I shit you not, Jez, with a train track with one of them trains, electric that goes round the house. And he, he turns the lights on. And he, and I'm like, what am I witnessing here? So obviously I was a bit freaked out at the time. I was a bit freaked out. I said, Dad, I'm gonna go and wait in my car. So anyway, <laughs> talks him, talks him out, and you know that's it. And then. Yeah, it, it sort of kicked off from there, really. Um, finished off that season in the thirds and went on to the, the season after. So that's, uh, that, that's a, like you said, a very interesting uh, debut and, and a memory around the first game of the season. Because obviously it would have been summer, so he's got his Christmas tree up in the middle of the summer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chizzy, by the way, uh, is Alan Chisnell, who was, a, who was an umpire. He also got... As well as getting his foot run over by Mark, he actually got hit in a T20 game at Ramsbottom, I think, or Rottenstall, one of one of those two. He was umpiring a T20 game and got hit in the mush with a cricket ball. Had to abandon the game. Okay. Okay. I loved him. I loved him. He umpired me a couple of times after that, so we had a good catch-up. But, yeah, yeah, cracking, cracking ball. Yeah, fantastic. He had an eventful day. So, you've, so you're 13, 14, you start, uh, you know, you've obviously get, you're getting runs in the 30, you've got a 50 on your debut. When... When did the second team start coming knocking for you? Do you think? See, do you remember season after, what was, yeah, what season after. So right. I just played. I played that one season in the thirds, and then the season after I was put in the seconds. But what, I, what year yeah. are we talking about here? What year, Johnny? 2010. I'm in my first team debut, but that'd have been so. 2009 is the year I made my uh, second team debut. Okay. I only did because I. I'll get onto it in a minute. Obviously, I only did uh, one full season in the twos. And then I only did about six games of the second season or two before going into the first. Um, right. And What's what your I remember, memories of that? Go on. Yeah, go on. So, yeah, I remember I, I was actually a keeper. Yeah, I was actually a keeper. Not, not, not by, uh, I don't know why I was the keeper. I mean, I did some keeping work for BGSOB and then Stan was obviously short of a, of a keeper in the twos. I mean, Joe progressed into the first. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. No, sorry. Let me, let me just go back a bit here. Joe was in the twos when I made my first uh, second team debut. Well, then Joe made his, his first team debut later on that year because I, I take it that maybe Jack McGregor left or Charlie was no longer doing it. The back end of the, that first season, the twos, I did some keeping work um, and then started it into the, the, the second season being in the twos, going into the first. So I remember being a keeper. Um, I, I, I remember it, I, I don't remember doing any work keeping-wise in the thirds, definitely not, um, just, just the twos. So it was just a very temporary thing. I think, like, like I said, again, it was, Stan was a short of a player. Um, but but first game uh, of that of my of my second team career another 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 story for you. Uh, we played Bake Up at home. Joe actually got ninety six that day. Yeah. Um, but I, I managed Jez to Paul Stanley was captain. Gav Shields was team manager. What a fantastic setup that was. And Aggers was Joe's opening partner. And for some reason, Aggers decided to stall on the third run on the first ball of the game, not the inning, not the actual game, we batted first. He's managed to run himself out. But what, what Joe didn't explain in that podcast where he did explain this game is how Aggers actually ran himself out. Aggers decided to dive on, on, his, on his two knees, but his knees got stuck, <laughs> his knees got stuck in the wicket, Jen. So when he, when he, when he, when he, don't, he didn't actually, he didn't actually move, he just stopped in the ground. And I remember seeing, I remember, I remember it clear as day, because I remember being a bit, I was a bit obviously nervous in my first game. I remember just this head popping up in his claret helmet, 
he wrote floor like this on the ground. He just went, <laughs> and, he, and, he, you know, and, and he walked off from the wicket with his head down all the way to the changing rooms. And yeah, then, so that's yeah. your debut. Send more house to save the house. 